everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon and support us. We are planning on doing big things with our humble little projects such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay for rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. Again, that is https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. So this name and shame isn't going to be a particularly long one, but I just figured I'd do it. Um, so as promised, I, I try to do two per um, per Sunday. Um, one being like a national or even international story, and then another one being like a local one. So as you as you all know, I live in Legal, Massachusetts, and... Um, so I uh, so I'll do name and shames like regarding either Massachusetts or other New England states that I feel are up to shenanigans. So this one is not going to be a very long one. Um, I'm not even going to have to really read an article for this one, but I just figured I'd I'd talk about it, give a little bit of inside baseball, and you know close out the episode. So it'll, it'll just be a brief one. So um, just give me one moment to get it. All right, one sec. All right, so there's going to be another dispensary in Massachusetts opening, and um, and to sort of give a little bit of background, um, so we only have so right now we only have about eight or nine dispensaries in all of Massachusetts. You know, we we have close to seven million people, and um. In, in you know New England isn't really as big as, as California, Washington, and Oregon, so you can drive throughout all of New England relatively quickly, and um, but you know we're we're sort of the powerhouse in New England. We 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 have the biggest population out of New England. You know the other states are like a, quite a bit smaller. I think. Connecticut has like three or so million or something like that. I think they're second, but, but anywho, the eight that we have, the nine that we have for all of New England, because because we get because in in all these stores that have been opening so far, we get like so many out of state people from all over New England. Like I just said, you know, like you can drive throughout all New England pretty easily, you know, as opposed to a big state like Texas where it's a giant state and you could spend days literally days driving throughout that state but um but yeah um so there's going to be another dispensary opening 
And the way that they've rolled out these, like, these nine or whatever that they've done, a lot of them, like, a lot of these dispensaries, like, it's, it's like regulating nuclear waste, you know? So when the first two opened in November, um, you know, there were, you know, they, there was a huge amount of demand and, um, there was a huge amount of crowd and, 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 and crowds and a huge amount of, of commerce, increased commerce in those areas. And, you know, because you only had two in the entire state, you know, there was just a huge bottleneck with all the demand that people had for the plant and getting the plant throughout New England. And the amount of, of, of dispensaries that were able to dispense this, this plant and disp dispense the product. So you have a gigantic bottleneck in this state. And when you only have two, you know, you're going to create all sorts of problems within the communities. And, you know, when, when, when the first two opened, there was a lot of complaint by, um, complaints by uh, commute people, homeowners, condo owners, whatever, within the community. You know, they were having people, like, like pissing on people's front lawns and you know, people, um, you know, like people not be like people trying to leave to go to work on time and then not being able to not being able to back out of their garage or driveway um, because there were so many cars trying to come to these two dispensaries. And all this could have really been prevented if the, you know, if, if the state government in the state didn't drag its feet with opening these suspensories and opened a lot more to to distribute this to distribute the load you know when when you just have when you have a giant bottleneck like this and only so much so much pent-up demand and and not a lot enough people to deliver it it's going to crowd and cause inconveniences for the people in the community and you know you know the people the the people end up the people, as a result of government incompetence and, and corruption, you know, end up being the collateral damage. The people in these communities become collateral damage, you know, where if you spread out the dispensaries and you have, let's say, even 100 would be too, too little because Colorado has about, I think, 400, 500, and they have 5 million people. Massachusetts has nearly 7 million. So we would have, we would at least need 600 or so for, for things to, 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 to make sense at this point. But, you know, we're several years away from that. But, um, but this new dispensary that they're opening, like, because of the problems I outlined earlier, so the companies are, are, are doubling down on regulation and are, are trying to prevent these things like, oh, like, like. This dispensary couldn't open r immediately because the town required the the town of Hudson required this dispensary. The name dispensary is Temesco Wellness, but the town of Hudson required, um, re required like the the dispensary, the opening dispensary, to work out a logistical plan with with the city to make sure that you know it wasn't causing a lot of traffic and make sure there was good crowd control you know, to make sure things weren't a mess or whatever. And, you know, it's like we're having to regulate this, like, plutonium. You know, if we just had enough dispensaries, rec dispensaries in the, to begin with, we wouldn't have towns having to draw, come up with these long, drawn-out plans to 
to make sure that there are tents for there that, that there are tents that there are portable toilets you know like like some some locations are even required to have shuttle buses to get people to their parking spots or whatever like they'll have the parking spot like the other side of town because there's just so much demand and there's just so you know the the dispensaries lots don't have enough to fit all the cars and all the demand that they're getting so there, so all these cities and all these dispensaries that are opening are having to come up with these elaborate like nuclear waste blueprints to open up a dispensary and all this could have just been prevented by you know just being chill and just in and, and just opening enough to meet demand you know like like open they, they need to they need to speed up the process and they need to open several at a time open 20 or 30 at a time or whatever and you're not going to see a lot of these problems you know you'll see everything being diffused and, and spread out evenly instead of every, instead of two instead of nine measly dispensaries shouldering the entire load so i mean so i i guess that wraps up this sort of name and shame sort of thing so just name and shame to you know Massachusetts government officials that have been dragging their feet with this sort of name and shame to um, to to these communities doing these host these exorbitant host agreements and ex exhorting extorting um, these people trying to open up dispensaries making them pay pay these excessive fees and effectively setting up pay to place so only millionaires could afford to shoulder the risk and and and, and open up a dispensary and then the pioneers that that took the risk you know that that sold drugs or sold marijuana illegally and or, or the street pharmacists they get squeezed out you know they don't have the millions of dollars or the hundreds and thousands of dollars cash on hand or whatever to to start these dispensaries and it's it's almost as if it's by design too and um another thing i will add um so another crazy thing about about how implementation is going on in the state boston hasn't gotten any recreational dispensaries yet um i was i mean the other day i i had to drive into the city and to to get my medicine on friday and um like every time I've been going to the dispensary this year, there's always people th that because we only have nine or whatever, but you always have like like people in the city trying to go to these medical dispensaries thinking that they're automatically open to recreational, you know, and and they're not, you know, like the dispensary I'm at that I went to in Boston only had medical and the the recreational dispensary that's supposed to open is not going to open until the end of the year so that's like so that's like so it's crazy that's like denver legalizing and then being like oh well no that's like colorado legalizing and then you know people and then you have to wait till the end of the year for denver to have dispensaries like it's it's nuts it's crazy but the the one person that's supposed to get the Boston license at the end of the year, she was like a former cop. You know, I'm I'm not making this up. It's like it's like we're repeating what Canada is doing right now, where Trudeau like appointed cops and and former cops to 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 spearhead weed and be in charge of weed implementation or marijuana implementation. It's it's crazy, you know. It's like it's like putting the foxes in charge of, of the um of of the chicken coop, you know. 
you know, they just can't be trusted, you know, and it's just dirty that these cops spent their entire careers locking up people for, for putting a, locking out consenting adults for putting a plant into their bodies. And now these same cops are making money off legal weed where they, they lined up their pockets and, and, and built a career out of putting innocent people in jail. You know, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. It's, it's, this corporate takeover is, 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 is out of control. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that wraps up what I have to say. Um, you know, check out our, our, our podcast on all the major platforms and as always stay medicated, my friends.